So I've lost track on how many bills there are. The infrastructure bill, the bipartisan (laughs) reconciliation bill, the Build Back Better bill. Which one's which? What's been passed? What hasn't been passed? And uh, best yet, what's in the Build Back Better bill that probably nobody wants you to know about? Talking to the youngest Republican female in Congress in 60 seconds. Ah, welcome back to the wonderful world of Build Back Broke. Yes, where we can look at inflation. We can look at what the Treasury Secretary uh, or sorry, the Treasury uh, comptroller of our currency, who is is uh, still in in the Senate being approved. uh, You know, she just wants to bankrupt all oil and gas and coal companies, um, which I think is, you know, I think that's going to be great. Um, And Janet Yellen's just talking about she needs a hundred trillion dollars, maybe one hundred and fifty trillion dollars to really fight uh, global climate change. Which, again, I think is great. We could just, you know, mint a uh, $150 trillion coin and just keep it in the Fed. And then we got the money. You know what I'm saying? We got the money. Uh, Goldline is a company that is a little a little off that beaten uh, path. They're more like me and saying, that's insanity. Uh, Goldline is uh, now offering some great deals. I was just looking up at uh, if I can see the price of gold. It was up like 20 bucks earlier today. Um, I mean, things are becoming very, very clear, very clear to people. Goldline is currently offering up to 6% of free metals included with any qualifying self-directed IRA acquisition. You can find out how you can use a portion of your IRA or 401k or any other retirement vehicle to acquire the physical precious metals. Don't put all of it into anything. Don't, don't, Don't shove all the chips all in on anything. That's insanity. You need to um, uh, spread the risk out because God only knows what they're going to do next. This week, just for completing the application for a self-directed IRA, Goldline will give you for free one of their branded one-ounce silver bars. Don't wait. Inventory is extremely limited. Call 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call now at 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Representative Kat Kamek, uh, I'm excited to talk to her. She grew up on a cattle ranch. She she understands hard work and small business and and uh, good, honest, decent uh, people that where your handshake is your word. Uh, her family uh, lost their cattle ranch in 2011 because of an Obama era program. Uh, evicted them from their home and their livelihood. They were homeless. She was homeless. She decided in months of homelessness, she was going to fight back against the failures of big government. And she's dedicated her life's work to becoming part of the solution in Washington. Her husband is a firefighter and uh, she joins us now from Washington, D.C. Hello, Congresswoman. (laughs) And actually, thank goodness, I am in the great state of Florida, the Sunshine State. Ah, good. Okay. Good. And I'm rolling through some orange groves right now. Oh, I love the smell of orange groves. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about, um, first of all, your experience with being put out of your cattle ranch. That, Kat, yeah. as you know, that is coming all over the country, all over the country. Yes. yes. And, and, you know, I, I've, I've seen this movie before. I've lived it. And 
my family, we lost everything because people in Washington did not read the damn bill. And you see what's happening again. This is this is the twilight zone. You've got bills that are being changed in the dead of night and no one is not only not reading it, but then Nancy Pelosi changes the procedures and the rule on the bill, which is really just a way of saying they're going to prevent us from forcing a reading of the bill on the House floor. And call me crazy, but I think that you should have to sign a piece of paper that says, I have read this bill, I understand what's in it, in order to vote on it. Because when you are spending that kind of money and you're making decisions for millions of Americans, are you or are you not a member of the House of Representatives? Do you represent the people and can you speak on their behalf? Certainly not if you cannot read the bill. So you have read the bill, uh, at least one version of it, and there's some really bad things in in here, uh, like for illegals, uh, for instance. Yeah, you know, I I always say that it's a a great day uh, in America if you're a member of the cartel because our trafficker-in-chief, not commander-in-chief, he is the trafficker-in-chief, he has done more to support the cartels and the influx, the, the invasion, basically, at our southwest border than any other administration in history. We know that the cartels are making about, on average, $6,000 per man, woman, and child that they are moving across the border. You don't get across the border without the blessing of the cartel. But what this does is it incentivizes people to come here illegally because there is mass amnesty built into this reconciliation bill. And the reconciliation bill is the technical term for what is the build back better. I call it build back broke or, you know, Biden's plan to bankrupt America. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all kind of yeah. fun alliteration going on here. But um, it, it, just right out the gate, amnesty. Amnesty is what is promised in this bill. And then on top of that, you're looking at all kinds of social programs that have been built in. Free college entitlement. Exactly. Exactly. College admissions, health care, social programs. That right there, coupled with the Democrats, H.R. 1, to basically overtake and federalize our elections. That right there is the the Democrat agenda. Dependency and control, and they're doing it through elections and granting amnesty to the millions of Americans, or I'm sorry, illegals, that have come across and continue to come. And let's be clear, this isn't just Mexico and Central America. In the month of September, we had a record 141 different nationalities apprehended at the southwest border. This is a global invasion that we are experiencing right now. I urge anybody uh, that uh, is is following the border to read what's happening in Poland and I think Lithuania. The Russians are sending all of these migrants over their borders and they say it's an invasion and to destabilize their countries. And they are sending military troops because they know what Russia is trying to do them. We we don't even have that conversation. Of course, this isn't about destabilization. Um, the Hyde Amendment is out, which protects American taxpayers from funding abortions, which is a nightmare. Um, yeah. Then you have the Endless Frontier Act. What the heck is that? So that's the the long and short of it is basically we're going to be giving China all of our intellectual property. (laughs) That to me is absolutely egregious. And I mean, you can 
point to any number of items in this bill. You hit on the Hyde Amendment just now, taxpayer dollars going to fund abortion on demand. Um, we know that China is our biggest adversary and the biggest threat to our national security. And now we're, we're just laying down and saying, hey, take our intellectual property. They do it already, but now we're basically giving them a green light and they're paying for it. That, to me, is absolutely insane. What is wrong with and, us? And it makes no sense. It really doesn't. It makes no sense. And, and when you look at this is the Green New Deal in, in full and total that they're pushing. And one of the little provisions in there is $7.8 billion, with a B, $7.8 billion to create the Civilian Climate Corps, which is not a group of people that goes out and picks up trash on the side of the road. This is a group of people that they sit in a room and they come up with marketing schemes to create propaganda to sell the American people on the Green New Deal initiative mm. that will live on in perpetuity. They, we're literally creating propaganda arms within the government to sell the Green New Deal. This is insane. And we know full well that China is not going to participate in any global emissions yeah. reduction plan. We saw that just this, this past week. Russia and China, the two major emitters in the world of greenhouse gas emissions, and the world comes together for the G20, and who is noticeably ab- absent? Yeah. All China and India. Um, the, yeah. the last thing we have time to talk about is um, the family businesses and farms. And as somebody who has a farm, has a ranch, uh, and I want I bought it so my children and my grandchildren can always have some place to go and and, you know, raise their own food if they wanted. But I know they can't they would never be able to afford the taxes on this. Should I die um, yeah. under under this new plan that is in this particular bill? Yeah. And, and we've seen the assault on the family farm for big decades. time. And, and this is this is the final nail in the coffin, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it, it crushes the family farm. And not only are you seeing the 25% capital gains rate and, you know, making the changes to the death tax by would, cutting the death tax exemption in half, half. right? So they, yeah. So, yeah, which we've all, we're all familiar with the saying, you know, uh, land rich, cash poor. Anyone who tries to pass along the family farm, they don't have the, the, the cash on hand in order to pay the taxes that inevitably come. And, and so what ends up happening is they end up selling out. And in Florida, this is a great example. I'm, I'm literally driving through some groves right now. And I'm looking on one side of the street. You have beautiful groves and, and folks that are working hard. And these are multi-generation operations. And on the other side, you have housing developments. That's the final crop. That's a foundation slab. That's land that will never go back to agriculture. And that to me is very scary because when we no longer have the ability to produce our own food supply, which of course we know food security is national security, and we start looking overseas to import our food, well, look at how good that's going for us in oil right now. Kat, do you think this is, is this, is this going to pass? Nancy Pelosi only brings something to the floor if she knows she's got the vote. And to date, for the last eight weeks, Americans have been blowing up the phones in Washington. They have absolutely shut down the Capitol switchboard. They've denied her those votes. With the passage of the infrastructure bill last week, that basically greased the skids. And there will likely be a vote. And now it's up to us 
to make sure that we are louder than ever in voicing our concerns and shutting it down. Well, I would like to be really loud to those 31 Republicans that voted for the last one. What the? Yeah. I mean, if you don't get it at this point, you're never going to get it. Uh, okay, so you you're saying that we should call our congressman and blow up the the switchboards at the Capitol? Yes. No, on the Build 100%. Back Better bill. Yes, call your call your members of Congress. Go to House.gov. You type in your zip code. You find out who your member is. You call their DC office. Don't send an email. Um, emails can be ignored. Phone calls cannot. Call their offices. Tell them to vote no on the Build Back Better plan. And call every single day, get every coworker, family member, neighbor you've got. We can shut it down, but they need to know that they are on notice and that we, the American people, are watching. Great. Um, Congresswoman Kat Kamick uh, from the great state of uh, Florida. Thank you so much, Kat. God bless. Hey, thanks, Glenn. Have a good one. You bet. Uh, we have an update on Kyle Rittenhouse in just a second. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, for a million reasons, and you will find all million reasons in my new book that comes out in January, um, you, you really need to order it in advance um, because of the slowdown, uh, the next Printing will be five months later, so you've got to get it in the first printing. Uh, the Great Reset, Joe Biden, and the Rise of the 21st Century Fascism. Uh, this is everything you need to know, and it will explain why I've been saying for the last year, it's not just interest rates that are going to make it hard for people to get a loan. You are going to have a hard time getting a bank to give you a loan unless you comply with Build back better. The people that can help you right now lessen the interest payments on your mortgage, uh, help you get a consolidation loan to be able to stop paying those high interest credit card uh, financing charges is American financing. They've been in business for 20 years. They're a you know, family operated kind of business. I mean, it, it's a, I just love their story. They've been with me for, I don't know, gosh. 12 years, 14 years, American financing uh, can help you just call them 10 sec, uh, 10 minutes is all it will take. American financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, American financing or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds station ID. This is unbelievable. We have to take the Kyle Rittenhouse testimony right now. He's he's testifying and he is. That's right, bro. We're going to just take it. Time for our break anyway. You, you can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Um, we're going to take a break uh, about uh, 10 minutes. And please don't talk about the case during the break. What, read, watch. So you see the emotional break. Holy, I mean, I, this, this is uh, this this case is is unbelievable to, to give you just a the last half an hour of what has happened is breathtaking in this trial. I mean, I, no one assumed that Kyle Rittenhouse was going to testify in this trial. He was seemingly so far ahead. You don't put your you don't no. put the you don't put the, the person make the, being charged, why? the defendant. 
why make that mistake why why mix it up right who knows what's going to happen you could have one terrible moment that blows up your whole case everyone was assuming he was way ahead on this nobody they they, people legal experts were saying it would be nuts to have him testify out of nowhere they say he's going to testify he goes uh into the stand and has been testifying as we were you know just speaking here the last few minutes and it was going through seemingly calm and try you know it was interesting to see how he would come off no one's really heard the guy speak Mm -hmm. and he was talking seemingly normally and then all of a sudden got into the details of the case and just completely lost it on the stand now this does not certainly support the idea that a white supremacist who wanted to go kill people who were oddly white uh would how this person would react i mean it it seems like he's incredibly emotional and distraught by this but it is an incredibly risky move by the defense here. And they I, just stopped the trial because he couldn't even get through a sentence. Right. Which makes him not look like a wanton killer. Absolutely. But not. somebody who was involved in something that turned out horribly without ill intent and is paying the price for it every day, just living the memory of it yeah i mean this is i this the kyle rittenhouse case is uh is really a a, almost everything we're hitting now is a pivot point for one group or another if you've bought into the kyle rittenhouse story that he was a wanton killer and a racist that just went and showed up with a gun and was killing people if you bought that from the media and now you're seeing the trial and you're seeing what's really being said by not the defense attorneys, by the prosecution, by the prosecution. The prosecution has had three different witnesses that just dismantled the case. No, we were pointing a gun at him. He was probably afraid for his life. Okay, self-defense. It's crazy what has gone on. This this thing should have never gone to trial. Never, never. gone should to trial. Should not have gone to no. trial. This should not be happening. No. Anyone who watches the video can clearly see what occurred. Correct. It's a. It, this is what happens when you hand your justice system to Twitter. This is what happens. Yes. Um, but to just see this thing happen in this way is <laughs> to say it's stunning is is completely an understatement i mean you, you have never to go back to the like oj this. level like oh, no, no, gloves no. going on hands to see a shocking moment like this in a trial this is oh i think this is way beyond way beyond maybe way beyond but i'm just trying to think of historical yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 i mean I, I i mean i've just never seen and and we've asked a couple of experts the people who do this for a living and have done it for decades None of them have ever seen anything like this. Yeah. They're like, what was the prosecution even thinking? And what is, and you would argue what, what is the defense thinking? If you think you're ahead of the case, which everyone seemed to agree that they were, uh, why would you do this? Maybe Rittenhouse demanded it. Maybe he said, I want to tell my story. I'm sick of sitting here in silence and I want everyone to see it. That's a very risky move. But it's possible. And and the and, the trend of this is bad. The trend of taking cases and seeing what the reaction is on Twitter and then trying to use your justice system to carry out the whims of retweets is a really bad idea. And civilizations ought not adopt it. But that is social justice. Yeah, that is what social justice gives you. And it's not real justice 
by any stretch of the imagination. What will be interesting is if he is found uh, innocent or not guilty, if he is found not guilty, um, what is going what is the left going to do? Oh, I mean, there there's already people on social media oh, calling for cities to burn over it. I know. And but that, again, is a pivot point. We are at the point to where all of this is built up and built up and built up and built up. And as uh, and as uh, Reverend Wright used to say, the chickens have come home to roost. And now we are seeing the result of all of these things. Hmm. And it's all bad. Inflation, gas prices, uh, lawlessness on our streets. Um, Afghanistan, all of these things. And they're all going to be a version of Afghanistan. They're all going to pivot somebody or some group of people that go, okay, that's my line. I can't, I've been lied to the whole time. I can't do it another day. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about built bar. Uh, you know, my goal was this year to start working out. Uh, that was my January uh, resolution and I did just last week. So <laughs> I think that, I think I'm pretty good. I think I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be okay at Christmas time. I'm going to be like, yeah, I started that. I did that. Of course it was, you know, eight weeks ago, but I started it. Uh, and, um, and I want to get healthy again. That's, mm. That's a new thing for me. But anyway, um, right now, you can get Built Bars. They are a healthy snack, and they taste fantastic. Just taste fantastic. They have nine different flavors. They have new ones coming. Black Friday, go to Built.com because they're going to be announcing something. I don't even know what it is, but they just say big things are coming. That's built.com. Right now, if you use the promo code BEC15, it'll help you get through the holidays because you'll be able to have something really good as a treat instead of, you know, 800 calories of some pie. That Anyway, built.com. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Fauci Lied. You'll save 25 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. You know, I've said this so many times, <clears throat> so many times in the past. We're living in historic times. You've got to keep a diary. I mean, I wish I did. <laughs> uh, I write in my diary from time to time. I used to be very faithful in it. And I'm, I haven't been a long time. But th- these are historic times, historic times. What is happening now with the uh, Rittenhouse trial uh, is phenomenal. The last few days have been devastating to the prosecution um, he looks absolutely innocent. Um, most experts all agree. How could this have even gone to trial? And the answer is Twitter. Um, but the, it, I mean, I would have motioned for dismissal of the case if I were the defense. I don't think they did that this morning. Did they, Stu? Um, they should have stood up and said, Your Honor, uh, did you hear the prosecution's witnesses? They said it was self-defense. Uh, I move for dismissal, but apparently they didn't. And then they did something else that is highly unusual when you think you're going to win the case. And that is call the defendant to the stand. 
um, because once the defense gets in there, they're going to try to get him to say, yeah, I would just I lost I just lost my reason and I, I shouldn't have done that or I didn't take time or whatever. They're going to try to trap him in it. Yeah, it's, it's one thing to put a CEO of a financial company on, on the stand, right? This is a what, 18 year old kid. Mm-hmm. You know, who, who knows what's going to happen when he gets on, oh, I know. on, on, on the stand. He, and he just got on the stand and, and the defense was examining him. And uh, they just asked, what what happened? Listen, listen to what happened on the stand when the simple question was asked. What's your plan? My plan is to get out of that situation and go back north down Sheridan Road to where... Um, the car source lot number two was. And did you get back? Were you able to go in a northerly direction? I, I wasn't. Describe what happens. I, once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum, Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side. Um, and I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski and there were <laughs> there were people right there. So this goes on for a while. He can't speak really anymore except a few words here and there. The judge says, let's take a 10-minute break. They're not back from that yet. Um, but it, it did not look like a fakey cry. It looks like a cry that you have when you found out like your parent died. Yeah, he's totally out of control. Totally out of control in despair. And I don't mean that in a bad, in a bad way. Like, it's, yeah. it looks very authentic. Yeah, he's, it's not It's not a, a fake kid. cry. Yeah, it looks like a kid who's... Yeah, just lost a parent. Yeah, and by the way, his mom was in in the courtroom also oh sobbing uncontrollably. I mean, can you, you know what they have put these this family through is completely, completely incomprehensible. Think of the think of the punishment he's going to have. Are we back in with him? Did they just bring him back to the? Yeah, looks like he's coming. It looks back like in. it's coming back. Um, join it when we can, uh, Sarah. Just let me know. The the thing that is amazing to me is uh, this kid's life is wrecked forever, forever, forever. With, a certain, with at least half the country. With half the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 18 years I old. I stepped forward to put that fire go. in the Duramax out, and Mr. Zeminski stepped towards me. I went to go run south, back south down Sheridan, and Mr. Rosenbaum was right there at the corner of the Duramax starting to chase me and that's when I realized the only place I can run with the people around me is straight towards the building of the car source lot number three when you saw Mr. Rosemont that's when you said friendly friendly Uh, when I heard burn inside I don't know exactly where I was at in the time for that did Mr. Rosenbaum say anything to you um, no, Mr. Zeminski instructed Mr. Rosenbaum to get him and kill him. That's what I heard. And you go running what's been referred to the south 
west corner of car source? Yes. And as you're running in that direction, describe being chased, what was happening? As I'm running in that southwest direction, oh boy, Mr. Rosenbaum throws, I, at the time, I, I know it's a bag now, but when he threw it at me, um, with the light, it looked silver and it looked like the chain when he threw it at me. I, and then I continue, I, I turn around for, for about a second while continuing to run and I point my gun at Mr. Rosenbaum. Does that stop him from chasing you? It does not. They, after you turn around and you had your hands up kind of in a low ready position? Yes. And you see Mr. Rosenbaum coming at you? Yes. And what do you do then? Um, after he throws the bag and he continues to run, he's gaining speed on me. A gunshot is fired from behind me, directly behind me, and I take a few steps and that's when I turn around. And as I'm turning around, Mr. Rosenbaum is, I would say, from me to where the judge is uh, coming at me with his arms out in front of him. He, he, I remember his hand on the barrel of my gun. And why didn't you just keep running? When I was over there, there were about a hundred people surrounding that, that those cars and there was no space for me to continue to run to. Okay. And so you turned around? Yes. And as you see him lunging at you, what do you do? I shoot him. And how many times did you shoot? I believe four. And after you shot him, what did you do? Uh, the people around the the people around the cars that were originally there were not there anymore. Um, they they moved away, and I ran around to see if I could help Mr. Rosenbaum. And when you got to Mr. Rosenbaum, what was happening? Mr. McGinnis was, I, he took off his helmet and slammed it on the ground and took off his shirt and I don't remember what he said. I um, wasn't focused on that. I was in shock, sorta. Let, let me back up a second. Did you know Mr. McGinnis was even around? I didn't. Okay, and he says something to you and what do you do? Um, I pull out my phone and I call Dominic Black. And you call Dominic and what do you say? I told him I just shot somebody, I had to shoot him. And what do you do then? Um, I now know it to be Kelly Zeminski, Joshua Zeminski, and I don't know the other people were screaming, get his ass, get his ass, get him, get him, get him. And based upon that, did you feel as though you were safe to stay where you were at? I thought the safest option would, would be to go north down Sheridan to turn myself into the law enforcement down there. And as you head down Sheridan Road, describe what's going on. Oh boy, here it goes again. As I'm running, at first I'm in the Deep sidewalk breath. and Mr. Lakowski, um, Jason Lakowski is in the sidewalk and I stop to talk to Mr. Lakowski for a brief second. I remember telling him that I just shot somebody and I need help to get to the police because the crowd, there was a, not a crowd, a mob was chasing me. And 
did Mr. Lakowski offer you any help? I, I don't remember. Okay, what do you do then? I, I continue to run after hearing people say, people were saying, cranium him, get him, kill him. It, people were screaming, and I just was trying to get to the police running down Sheridan Road. And you say, I'm trying to get to the police. Why were you trying to get to the police? So I didn't do anything wrong. I defended myself. Did you feel as though there was safety where the police were? Yes. And as you head down Sheridan Road, what's the next thing you remember? The next thing I remember is Anthony Huber striking me in the head with a skateboard. Okay. As you sit here today, do you remember talking to Gage Grosskreutz? Yeah, eh, sort of. A little bit. I didn't know it was Gage Grosskreutz when he came up to me, but sort of. Okay. And when this individual this runs up to you, all sounds really um, powerfully authentic. Yeah. Within a foot. He lived it, right? Yeah. I did not. Did you point your gun at him? I did not. Why not? I didn't see him as a threat to my safety or life. Okay, was he armed at that time? Not that I noticed. Okay, and you continue running in a northerly direction down Sheridan Road? Correct. And as you're running in that direction, you said the next thing you remember is Anthony Huber. Yes. Describe that. Anthony Huber, what I remember is running past Anthony Huber and as I'm running past Mr. Huber, he's holding a skateboard like a baseball bat and he swings it down and I block it with my arm trying to prevent it from hitting me but it still hits me in the neck and as I block it, it goes flying somewhere off in the distance. And do you stop then? No. What do you do next? I keep running down uh, Sheridan Road towards the police line. Then what happens? Um, I get lightheaded, um, I almost pass out, and I stumble and hit the ground. Okay. Before you hit the ground, how many times were you struck? I believe twice. Okay. Do you remember anything about the other one? I remember the first one being a rock. I don't remember who did it, but I remember like the bumpiness of like a concrete rock hitting me in the back of the head. Okay. Now, after being struck with Mr. Huber's skateboard, you end up on the ground. Yes. You're on the ground. What's the first thing you remember? As I'm on the ground, there are people around me. I don't recall how many, but I remember moving my rifle in their direction, and they back off besides one person. Okay. When you noticed people by you, you said you moved your rifle in their direction? Yes. Did that individual keep coming? The last person did. Okay. The people that stopped, what did you do to them? Nothing. Okay. And you're saying the last person in that group continued to come at you? Yes. And describe what happened. The last person, um, I, I don't know his name. I don't think he was ever identified. Um, jumps at me with his, with, he was wearing boots, I believe, and as he's running at me and jumping, as his boot is making contact with my face, I fired two shots at him. Why did you shoot at him? I thought if he, if, if I were to be knocked out, or he, he would have stopped my face in if I didn't fire. 
As a result of being kicked in the face, what happened? Holy cow. Mm. Mr. Uh, okay, so that is the testimony of Kyle Rittenhouse, and it goes exactly to the footage. You I can mean, see all of everything he just said was confirmed yep. by video. Uh, and uh, it is it is going to be there is a pivot point here again. And it is time for America to ask, which side am I on? Um, you are either on the side of decency and a kid maybe making a mistake for just being there, um, but not a wanton killer, not somebody who should be charged with murder. Uh, you're either you're either standing there with the truth and the video or you're going to deny your own eyes and your own ears. Um But it's another pivot point. Choose wisely, America. Back in a minute. All right, let me tell you about uh, MyPillow and Mike Lindell, what he has. For a limited time, Mike is offering his MyPillows, the ones that started it all, for the lowest price yet. You can get a standard MyPillow for $19.98. That's originally $69.98. For $19.98 now, that's a $50 savings. The King Pillow is just $10 more. So get them. And by the way, you can get them as a gift. They have a money back guarantee. And usually it's, I don't even know, a month or so. But they have a money back guarantee. And Mike has extended this now until March 1st of next year. So you can give it and they've got plenty of time to try it. And they don't like it. They can send it back. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and you're going to find not only the amazing offer, but rotating discounts on over 150 MyPillow products from the Giza Dream Sheets to the mattress topper to the slippers and so much more. Enter the promo code back at MyPillow.com or use it when you call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, um, the last time we tried people and uh, just let the mob dictate, it was um, in the battle days in the South with African Americans. It was really wrong then. It is really wrong today. Uh, but that is that is going to be the question uh, that is going to be answered uh, today with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Uh, in watching him, he looks totally sincere. He is backing up everything that is seen on um, on videotape. It's it's clear he was going to the police. He turned himself in afterwards. He knew he killed somebody, and he knew he was going to have to pay for it. But as he said. I thought it was very clear that it was in self-defense, and if you watch the video, it is very clear. But that's not the story the media is going to tell. I don't know how they're going to try to distort it this time, but uh, it's really important that you pass on the raw video of of the testimony. And I have a frame-by-frame of the actual incident. I'm going to post that at Studios America on Twitter now, so you can actually see every single thing that happens. It's all backed up by what he just said. We'll see you tonight at 9 o'clock on the Wednesday night special. And I'll also be joining Stu for his show that precedes mine at 8. This is the Glenn Beck Program.